0: to Commission Impossible. My name is Scott Fish. Here with me today, as always, is Ryan McDowell. We've become known for commissioning over the years, got together to start a podcast to help other commissioners out. If you are new to the show, all episodes are pretty evergreen, which means you can do what many people do and go back and binge them. Ryan, I had a guy the other day uh, send me a message. I I believe it was on Twitter. It might have been on our email, which is just flooded right now, but keep them coming. CommissionPod at gmail.com. Anyway, I had a guy email me the other day. He's like, he's like, I just listened to your last episode. It was awesome. I'm going back to the start and binging all 63 episodes, and all all the all other 63 episodes. And I'm like, yes, you do that. That's awesome. I love that. I love. Oh, oh, gotta gotta love Ryan's dog. He's excited. He's like, yes, yes. He loves it too. Uh, but anyway. What we do here is go over listener questions, bad commission stories, interesting league ideas people have sent us. Go over some of our ideas that have become now very popular, which is awesome. It's it's like seeing your little baby grow up and do awesome things out there. It's it's fun to watch that. And we answer just about every single email we get, almost all of them. We we I would say ninety five plus percent of them make it onto this show. So you can email us at commishpod at gmail.com. You can go to our site, commishpod.com. Uh, that's where you can subscribe to our news, newsletter, our weekly newsletter. We give away an SFB uh, spot every single week to our paid subscribers. Our free subscribers get a weekly newsletter. Sometimes we throw in an extra newsletter. We're probably going to throw in some extra pods for for our paid members coming up as well. And we got some prizes on the way, uh, which will be down the line this summer. But that's going to be pretty awesome. But give us five-star reviews on whatever you listen to. We're on iHeart. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. We're on on all the things, Stitcher. We should be on all the things. But anyway, Ryan, (laughs) your dog was very, very excited about all that information.
1: Yes, yes. He was he was excited about another episode of Commission
0: Possible. Oh yeah, he was binge he was binge listening to another episode in the other room and he just he's like, Man, this is some good stuff they're dropping on me here. <laughs> howling Whoa. good time. Yes, yes, howling good time. Love it. Love it. Anyway, let's let's start the show, Ryan. Let's do <laughs> it. What's on I your mind? Just, yeah, what's on my mind? I like that we start there. Uh, so I was uh, talking to a couple of women who are trying to create. I had a meeting with a couple of women a few weeks ago or last week who are trying to create an app uh, geared towards women fantasy players. They want to grow that market. They want, you know, uh, they want to have, there are a lot of female fantasy players out there and it's kind of an underserved market. So uh, I was talking to them about different ideas and one of them brought up something. Like they, they talked about their leagues, obviously a little bit. And one of them brought up something that they do in their league. And I, you know, I'm I'm probably gonna either butch it or modify it the way my my brain modified it. But uh they have like raffle points during the season, and after the season, you can win things with those raffle points or use those raffle points on things or whatever. So basically, like each week, like if you have the top scoring quarterback, you get like a raffle ticket, or if you get, or if you score over 200 in a certain week, you get a raffle ticket, right? Like you get raffle tickets for various things that your team does during the season. Like if you hit, if you win 10 games, you get raffle tickets. Or if, you know, if you have a running back score, three touchdowns, you get a raffle ticket, you know, like you get raffle tickets for various things that your team does during the season. And at the end of the season, that either relates to you get prize money based on raffle tickets or like some kind of bonus prize money or, you know, like at a end of season like event or maybe the the following year's draft. Maybe those raffle tickets will be used for like various whatever party things. And Mm -hmm. I thought that was awesome. Like I thought that's something that like it's obviously something you can't do to scale. But it's something for like if you're running one or two leagues or three leagues or listening to this or whatever. Like I'm thinking about my home league, and I'm like, this is something we could, we have a great draft day, and we've recently moved the draft day from Friday night from like six to midnight or whatever to Saturday. Like we that's our Saturday, you know. And I now now I'm thinking to myself the things we could do with that setup. What do you think of that? What do you think of? getting raffle tickets or raffle points throughout the season for various things that you can use either after the season or in your following year draft.
1: Yeah. I really like the idea from what, uh, what you, how you described it there. Um, I think it's perfect for a home league. You're exactly right. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Not, not something we'd put in safe leagues or even if you run, even if you run five or 10 leagues uh, it would probably be too much for that. Uh, just too much to keep up with, uh, but I really like the idea. I, I uh, the way you were describing and the, um, the the things you would need to do to earn raffle tickets. Most of those are, you know, just just things that happen through the course of the season. You know, it's not like it's not extra. It's just if your team wins X number of games, or if uh, the player scores touchdowns, or a certain a certain point threshold. You would earn it. So it's it's not even an, an additional thing that the the managers would have to even worry with, uh, which I like that as well. Um, and then I just wonder if there's some type of um, like Chuck E. Cheese type trade in ratio where you need like a million tickets to
0: <laughs> get an extra third round rookie pick or something like that. And, and really this – I mean this is the – I like that. I really like that. You can trade it in for extra picks or whatever. Uh, that's great. Um, this is really one of those that almost could fit in with John Bosch's Superpower League, right? Like yeah. like uh, you earn raffle points or tickets and then the following year you can buy the superpowers you want to use for that year. Um, we should go over those sometime on the show, like s- some of the superpowers that – that uh, John Bosch's superpower league has. I feel like I have it listed somewhere cuz I was gonna I was gonna, you know, use it for uh, you know, probably put it in the newsletter. Hey, there's a tease one of the next two or so newsletter, two or three newsletters will will list out John Bosch's superpowers from his superpower league. How's that? Subscribe to the newsletter. Go to commissionpod.com subscribe to the newsletter, and you can find that stuff out there. <laughs> You're not going to hear it on the pod today. You won't uh, have
1: to talk to Bosch to get that, which, which that's a bonus.
0: <laughs> I love John. John's the best. Um, anyway, uh, so the second thing I want to talk about before we actually start the show, apparently, eight, nine <laughs> minutes in here, is so I've been, every league I've, every dynasty league I've ever run has gone 10 plus years. Which is kind of a cool thing to say. It's uh, yes. it's really, it's like all my personal leagues. That is, um, safe leagues obviously isn't even that old, so I can't say that about that. But all my personal leagues, uh, and the pigs leagues are. I think the oldest one is like six or seven years in, six years in maybe, and something like that. Anyway, like there dynasty leagues. You like ideally, like you want to la- you want them to last forever, right? You want la- you want that fifty, 50- but they get stale, they get old. You try to do your best with changing up rules and stuff like that, Um, but the majority of dynasty leagues probably end in three to four years. Ryan, out there, probably would you say right. that's fair? Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. So Russell Clay, he tweeted out something the other day about should dynasty leagues have an end. And it's something I've thought about quite a bit over, you know, recent years as I've, I've watched dynasty leagues either go stale or people ask about them. And I think about them with my own leagues because like I killed off two, two leagues that had run like 12 and 14 years or 13 and 15 years or something like that uh, a few years ago. And you, you ended your hyperactive leagues, your five hyperactive leagues just this last year, right, Ryan? That's correct. And like, I was trying to think of a way, how can you end the league without just being like, okay, Peter's off into nothing, it's done. Or how can you set up the league so it's it's fun the whole way through and you know that it, it has an end, but you still play it out like a dynasty. And, uh, you know, you get, how do you keep the people paying, like the bad teams, what what incentivizes them to pay in that final year? So here's a couple things. I had thought of and I ran them by Russell and he, he thought they were kind of awesome. And I feel like I've run them by you, but I can't remember for sure. One thing I thought about for ending a dynasty league, if you can tell the end is nigh, the end is near, right? <laughs> uh, one thing I thought of is you take, <laughs> hey, hey, uh, the, the one thing I thought of is you take uh, the worst team, you draft, you draft each other. Like uh, you take the worst team and they get to choose whoever they want as their partner, and they'll probably choose the best team. Second worst team drafts takes the you know second best team, right? You partner up with the good teams and bad teams partner up, and you you play out your sixteen weeks. And the, then everybody's invested the whole final year. The bad team is w- the worst team is willing to put in his money because he's partnered with the best team. He thinks there's like it evens out the field for that final year. And true, you turn it from a twelve team league into a six team league, or you you know combine the scoring the points of the top and bottom team, but you have a partner. You have someone, you have someone in the league that you're, you're rooting with and, and the field should be pretty level if you do it out that way. And, and remind you, I, I know I've seen partnership leagues before. I'm just saying as one last hurrah, instead of just going quietly into the night and saying, "And eh, we're done and just kind of petered out. This wasn't fun. Try to figure out a way to make one last year fun, for everyone, try to make try to figure out a way. What can we do to have this? Just let's play one last year. Maybe we start over a new dynasty league after it. Maybe we do something different after it. But if the league's going to die, why don't we try to do something fun with one final year? And that was one idea. And before I let you talk, Ryan, I'm no, you know what? I'll let you speak on that. But but I think the thing I wanted is pod at gmail.com. I'd love to hear some of your ideas for a way to go out. It, with a bang for, for your final year, instead of just letting it die. But Ryan, what do you think of that idea?
1: Yeah, you had, you had shared that idea with me recently and, and I really wish you had, we had had the conversation about a year ago because uh, when it comes to the hyperactive leagues, I, I, I was kind of feeling that way. I was feeling like the end might be near. Um, uh, uh-huh. I kind of—I feel like I was maybe sending those signals out. I was asking for uh, if anyone wants to
0: take it over. Kind yeah, of if anybody wants you, to co commish yeah.
1: if anybody wants to take over the league, you know. Right. Um, so people probably had a hint, but uh, it's such a—you know—it's a touchy subject mainly because people are playing dynasty for uh, or or they're managing their teams for different purposes. Obviously some are trying to win. And, and if you, if you went all in to win this year, you're, you were probably okay with that decision. But if you had built up uh, a, a ton of draft picks and you were playing for 2022 or, or beyond, then that was, that was probably frustrating. And I would definitely yep. understand that. Um, so yeah, we did not do anything. Certainly didn't do anything fun. It did just kind of uh, die. Unfortunately, uh, and and that's how most leagues end. Um, yeah, so I, almost all. Yeah, I'd, I like, think this all. is a I think this is a great uh, topic and and question to try to come up with some options. I I do like the one you suggested there. I don't think it
0: necessarily turns it into a a sixteen league because um, yeah, it's still twelve teams. You're just adding the scores of the top and bottom to. You know, the the two teams that are partnered to try to have a level playing field for who's gonna who's gonna, you know, take home prizes or whatever. And and I would not recommend a playoffs in that scenario just because I would just go the 16 weeks. Um but I mean shape it how you want. It's just an idea. Um Yeah, I like it. But yeah, please email comishpod at gmail.com if you have ideas of how to make the last year fun and awesome and a a way to, to blow it out for the final year, but also level the playing field to the point where those rebuilders, those or not just rebuilders, but the, the teams that are bad in the league that that they feel good about paying in for that final year. And they have a chance to win money in that final year. Um, I think those are important. Here's the second idea, Ryan. So I was talking to Russell about this and this is something I had thought of uh, a few years ago and it was uh, it was with doing a five-year dynasty where we played where you paid all five years up front and that way people are paid out for the whole five years and uh, it's uh, you know it's 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 got an end you do five years of dynasty uh, the pots can vary like uh, you can have you know X amount of the payouts in at different amount in different years or whatever. But I altered that when I was talking to Russell, like before I talked to Russell, even though um, I had altered that in my brain to, I think what I want to do is a seven year dynasty. And I feel like in that seven year dynasty, it could be five years, but in that seven year dynasty, you don't have to pay all up front. People are hesitant to do that. They don't really want to do that. What I was thinking is the amount of money you pay in, decreases every year but the pot stays the same. So, for instance, the year one entry fee is $70. But uh let's I I am going to let's say it's uh, 10 teams $70 so you have a $700 pot. But you only pay out about 300 a year, right? Like your or 400 a year. The first year is $70 entry fee. The second year is $60 entry fee. The third year is 50, 40 Twenty and the final year is just ten bucks. That way, that way to play later on in it, knowing the end is coming, and if you have a bad team, you feel less and less bad about putting the money in. Yeah, you're not committed. Yeah, yeah, you've you've paid the large sums already, and it decreases year to year. Also, if someone does leave the league, it's less money to join. Like in that fifth year, it's thirty dollars you can probably get someone to jump in a $30 league because the pot is so much larger than it should be for a normal $30 league because you've, people have paid that, all that money up front, you know, it decreases year to year. Um, And then that final year, like a bad team might not want to play, but if you say, Hey, it's 10 bucks for the final year, they'll probably play and try to take their shot at a pot. That's way more than it should be for a $10 league. But but that would be the final year of the league. You're, you're I haven't done the full numbers on what like uh, what the prizes would be, and I think that there's there's something to be said for a league like that in the later years where you know it's a bad there you know there's bad teams to have something like you know weekly prizes or um or uh, you know di- different things that possibly bad teams could win later in that run, but I I think it, it would be important to. Have the, the early years be a lot more money and you don't pay out as much. You roll it on. You roll it on to those later years where it's cheap entry fee. Um, but it'd it basically be a seven year dynasty where you don't have to pay the full amount up front, but the entry fee decreases a bunch each year, but the pot stays the same. What do you think about that?
1: I, I love that. I think that's a great idea. Uh, what made you settle on seven years specifically? Other than seven is the perfect number.
0: <laughs> I don't know. It feels like it feels like to me that most of the leagues I've run, it, it feels like that's like the first three four years that it's not it's not too dead yet. It hasn't hit a dead spot. Maybe it starts around five, but um, it felt like five is a little too short because if you want to rebuild at any spot in that, you kind of screwed yourself out of the last half of the league. Right. Like I feel like if you're three years in and you're like, I need to rebuild now, you basically gave away the last two years. Um, I think you could do this with a five-year setup. Um, I just felt seven years allows you like one rebuilding period in the middle. Like either you can start with a progressive struggle or you can try to stay on top the whole time, or you can, you know, play it how you want, and you have one re you pretty much have one shot or two, maybe even two if, if you're quick at it but uh shots to rebuild like i i felt like there's a little more strategy involved there but you can do it in five years too i like it yeah it's uh i, w- I would love to hear people's thoughts and comments and, and mind you i have not like these aren't things that i've dug into deeply like i've never tried them i've never i've i haven't Flush them out. I haven't discussed them with a bunch of people. I've just, you know, there are things I've thought of over the last couple of years that I've just never really put to paper slash discussed much with people until Russ's tweet the other day. And I'm like, I've been thinking about this a long time. I need to just, you know, talk about it with someone and put it out there and maybe flesh it out myself and try to figure it out. But KamishPod at gmail.com. Love to hear your thoughts on both of those things. But mostly I want to hear, how do you end a dynasty leak? Like how can you end a dynasty league in a fun and good way for any, everybody? Because I think that's something everybody would want to hear. I think that that's something that should be out there as a thing. So people know, um, so people can have fun on their way out. All right, Ryan, we are well into the show. <laughs> yes. Um. So I'm going to scroll through, and I think we have time for one of these fun league ideas Do you want to do the wrestling league idea that Josh sent in? Uh, It's a little bit. good. I'm looking for it. I will. I will turn it red in our doc.
1: Found it. There we go. Yes. That's that's.
0: Well, we'll just do this one. We'll try this one for the last 10 minutes.
1: Perfect. We got a ton of new league ideas. (sighs) Uh, We did a show on this. It, it, It Really wasn't our intention to do a show on this, but we we did uh, basically a full episode on unique league ideas, all coming from uh, Dave
0: Glidden. From Dave Glidden, uh, who and by I've... the way, that episode spawned a ton of emails with people being like, "Oh, <laughs> you, you're willing to talk about a full league idea?" I've had
1: so exactly. we have a bunch of them.
0: Yeah, I that's. Love it. I mean, that's
1: that's one of our favorite topics because yes. I mean that's really. That's I would say, us. Scott, that that's kind of how our our, our friendship began. Is Friendship, career.
0: even career in the industries. and like, yeah, yeah, trying
1: to come up with unique league ideas. So, yeah. yeah, we love this. Keep those coming. And as always, we'll get to as many of them as we can. We've got some more from David. Uh, we'll have to do those next time. But this one is from Josh in Westfield, Indiana. Man, another Indiana uh, email, <laughs>
0: Scott. Wow, there's so many Indiana people listen. It's we get them from all over the world, but man, we're we're, on we're an so Indiana big in kick. Indiana. Yeah, yeah, we're huge there. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right, let's see. Josh says, uh, "Hey guys, thanks for a great podcast. Long time listener, first time writer. Thanks, uh, thanks for that. I had an idea for a league with some crazy gimmicks and didn't know if it was too crazy or just crazy enough." I was only into WWE or WWF at the time, uh WWE wrestling for one year in college, but when I was thinking of a theme for some gimmicks, it was the first thing that came to mind. So all the rules below are for a league themed around WWF circa nineteen ninety-nine. I love I like it. it. I was into I was into wrestling in nineteen ninety-nine as well. Uh yeah, was, I think I think I had just gotten out of it, but yeah, those nineties era, man. Oh, for sure. Uh, so he's got some different uh, categories here. Uh, the steel chair. Ever wish you could destroy your opponent with a steel chair in fantasy football? I, I actually have. Uh, well, now you can. Every season, each team is awarded with one steel chair to use before any game of the regular season. <laughs> All you do is post on in the league message board that you'll be using the steel chair against your opponent, and their score will be deducted by 20 points. Even before first kickoff of the week. <laughs> all right, so this is this is going to be a little superpower ish uh, yeah, again. Yeah, talk, yeah. Thinking about Bosch's league, yep with a with a wrestling theme, uh, yes. which I I already love. I'm not even a yeah. big wrestling fan at all at this point. Uh, sounds like Josh is not either, but I really I'm loving it so far. He's got some other I like I like, this. Other I like that one well.
0: already. Yep. Yep.
1: And it's uh, tag easy, team.
0: It's easy on a commish too, that last one. That's yeah, not yeah, yeah.
1: It's not it's not too bad. Tag team every season uh on the week before by bi- before bye bi- weeks begin, there will be a tag team game. Your partner will be chosen at random, and your team score will be combined with theirs to go against another tag team for the win.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, so basically week two, because <laughs> bye bi- weeks start week three almost every year.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Yes, yeah. Uh week week four. They start in week four mostly. Yeah.
0: We threw it yeah. for
1: it, yeah. So, okay, that makes sense. Yep. Uh, Royal Rumble yeah, is another right. section. Every season, uh, the week after the buys are over. So now we're talking eleven, twelve, thirteen, maybe. Um, yeah. After the bye weeks are over, there will be a Royal Rumble where every team plays every team. A fourteen versus fourteen fill the ring all out
0: bash. Okay. okay. So, like, an one all play week.
1: Yep. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. <clears throat> steel cage match. I like One that week- for the final week of
0: the regular season, personally.
1: Oh, that man, that could really shift. some. Shift I know. Right. That's, too. That's, yeah. that's why I was like,
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Next category, steel cage match. One week a year will be determined as the steel cage match game where the point total is determined and the first team to reach that total escapes from the steel cage and wins the game. Even if the other team ends up coming back to win the game, too late, sucker! You didn't escape the steel cage quick enough. Oh boy! For example, let's say the determined value is 100. Team A reaches 100 by 2 p.m. on Sunday afternoon. Team B may end up killing in the late games, or Monday night, the team A reached 100 first and gets the win. Wow, that's
0: that's that's a tough one to track. Could be a little tough to track. Have, you don't you you like that's one you'd have to be eyeing the live scoring like. Hardcore. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Last category here on the wrestling uh,
1: league theme, wrestling themed league. One time a year, uh, or this is a heel turn. One time a year, a player will be chosen at random to do a heel turn turn from a good guy to a bad guy during the season. And whatever they've scored for you that week will be subtracted from your total. But you won't know who that player is until the week is over. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Uh I I like it. I like it. They, I guess I actually don't know if there's enough. You know, it feels like the um one week is a steel cage match, one week is Royal Rumble, one week is tag team. Um the rest of the weeks may end up being pretty normal, which I guess could be a good Yeah, oh, excuse me, I, a good mix.
0: I kind of like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I like the idea here,
0: yeah, the the heel turn thing needs needs a little bit of work as to like just I'm sure he's got it in his mind. We just don't have it here of, you know what week will that will that ha- does it I'm sure this happens on one of the other normal weeks. It can't happen during the those weeks. and um, it, you've got to figure out a way to do it so that because it's decided after the game like you have to figure out a way to do it. That's like a hundred yard dash, you know, like a hundred or a hundred yard dash. so something that's that can avoid, you know, bias or whatever. Right. You know what and I, mean? I, and I do wonder with a couple of
1: these things, if it's, uh, is there one heel turn for every single team? I think, you know, so. like, yeah. like it could be determined for my team prior to the season. I mean, you could do some type of randomizer, um, that Lamar Jackson is is going. You know, in week thirteen, Lamar Jackson is gonna yeah. have his heel turn. Uh, but yeah. I won't know that through throughout the season. So at the end of at the end of week one, you know, you can reveal however whatever that process looks like. You know, this week, no. week one was Scott's week, and it was it was Julio
0: Jones. Sorry. Can, can I propose something that might? I'm not sure if like heel turns are surprises, which is awesome. But is there a little bit more, is there a little bit more fun fantasy wise? If the heel, like you mentioned before the season, the heel turns are determined, like each of the 12 teams, like there are different weeks. So you know, which week your heel turn is happening. And maybe even it's, it's always the quarterback or something, or it's the, your top running back that week. Like, so like, that we that might be the week you're like because you know it, you know he's decided to turn for that week. Is that the like do you root against your player that week? Like I suppose I suppose you can't know in advance because then you'll just start a crappy player. So right, yeah. If you know yeah, in I, advance, you'll just start a crappy player. You can't do that, I suppose. I kinda like the idea of not knowing
1: in knowing anything in advance. You don't know who the player is, you don't even know what your week
0: is. Yeah, I yeah, and- that's better.
1: Right. If you just randomize everything, then it, it there could be multiple teams in week one, or it could be nobody in
0: week one. It could be chunked or or, or spread out. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I like it. It it depends on how many week season this is, but I think, I think I think almost the way to do it is, and yeah, you figure out a randomization. But I would I would probably since there's twelve teams you could do a hundred yard dash with 12 teams and the, the winner of that hundred or the last place of that hundred yard dash, they have a heel turn on their team that week. You know, like you do it after the week, something yeah. like that. Like, and you do yeah. that every week, like, like, and you only put in the people who have not had a heel turn yet. So like week, right. week two, you do 12 teams in week, a week three, you do 11 teams that have that. Yeah, I, they're, they're, you'd, you'd probably have to figure out how to decide that heel turn, but I like it. I like I like it being you have no idea that it's coming. Um, that's that's kind of yeah. It, well, how do you feel about you have no idea it's coming, but you find out when the lineup is locked, so you have a, a rooting interest during the game. Uh, yeah, I think like, that's fine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Once, I, yeah, once, I, don't have, I don't have a major problem with that. I, I do think, I, I think, I mean, again, the heel turn is all about the reveal and the, the drama that comes from that. Right. So right. if it gets to the end of the week, you think you've won and then all of a sudden you find out, Nope, you actually yeah. lost 25 points, not gained them from that, from that player. Yeah. I mean, we're talking, we're talking, that's a 50 point swing, right? I mean, it's right. instead of, Positive, you're going. You're not just losing the points, right? It's it's turning into a negative. Yeah. So, I don't the know. Ro- I could go Ro- either way on that.
0: I really like the Royal Rumble thing, but if you're doing all play, it feels like someone could. It feels like that's the most important week. You know, like if if someone is, let's say, it's a. Th- I'm just saying, it's a 13 week season. What if some uh, you go into week 13 and a team is, you know four and eight and another team is, you know, eight and four and that eight and four team has the worst score. And now that eight and four team uh, is now eight and 16. You know what I mean? And they miss the playoffs. Like, I think that I love the idea of it. I think you have to figure out a way that it does. Like, I wouldn't want it to count for, a full season's worth of <laughs> games in one week. Like, I, That's really, yeah, I think it should be important, but not that important. <laughs> so yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah. F- figure out a, a formula for it that it's, it's not, it's not like an overpowering thing where a four win team immediately becomes a one seed and an eight win team misses the playoffs because of one single week. Right. <laughs> That is true. I, yeah. I didn't,
1: uh, I didn't really think of it, that one Royal Rumble week essentially equaling the full season. Yeah. Um, that's probably not a great thing. <laughs> if you've got your, if you've got your best player on by that week, or, um, I, I mean, think about this. Think if you're in the Royal Rumble week and it's your week for, um, for the heel turn or for the steel chair or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Like you would almost those, have to say those things can't happen. At the yeah. Same
0: time. I, yeah, I do feel like all of these have to be on different weeks, which is interesting for the heel turn. Cause you'd have to have a couple of heel turns in a week, you know, to make, to make that happen since there are four other weeks that are taken up with things. And uh yeah, I love, I love this. I love this, Josh. Um I, 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 yeah. I, I, I love all of this stuff. I, I, I'm sure you have fine tuned some of the things we have talked about in it, but I, I really love this idea and hopefully it it's, it feels like the kind of idea that you can take these same kind of ideas and throw a different theme on top of it too, which, which I kind of like too. So if someone is just doesn't like wrestling at all, they could probably figure out a way to thematically change it and have it be a similar situation. Um, Thanks, Josh from Westfield, Indiana, who heard another Westfield resident sent in a question uh, a different week. That's crazy. We have two listeners from Westfield, Indiana.
1: No way, unreal.
0: Yeah, apparently, I'm telling you, you're right. We're huge there. We're huge. There. We should, we should, we should, uh, we should go do a, a like a book signing there. So we don't have a book, but <laughs> sounds like we might have two two people come. <laughs> The, the ballers go
1: to Chicago and and, uh, and New York. We're going to Westfield, Indiana, baby. <laughs>
0: Westfield, Indiana, baby. All right. Well, that is our show for today. Thank you for listening. Uh, I've mentioned it a billion times, but email us at commishpod at gmail.com. We are at Comishpod on Twitter. We are commishpod.com is our site. We're pod everything. Uh, five-star review us on whatever you listen to podcasts on tell your friends tell your league mates tell your commissioners about our show i am scott fish 24 ryan is ryan mc 23 thanks for listening have a great day